Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is all about emotions and what emotions are telling you. When you consider an emotion to be negative from your perspective, what's really happening is some event has triggered a limiting belief, as we all know, but actually it goes a little bit deeper than that. You are perceiving yourself in that moment as a victim, like you don't have control or like something ha is happening to you. When you feel positive emotion, the opposite is happening. You are more aligned to the perspective of your inner self, which you know is the creator of your reality. So when you're thinking that you are the creator of your reality, you're going to feel positive emotion. It's a little easier to look at it this way because all you have to know is that in those times when you perceive yourself as a victim or something bad is happening to you, well, then you're going to feel some emotion which you label as bad. Now, we don't want to eradicate those emotions. We want to actually feel the emotion and then look at the absurdity of it. It doesn't make sense. If you are the creator of your reality, nothing can happen to you. But it is just a habit that we have. We all have it. And if we can start to see the absurdity in these times where we're perceiving ourselves as a victim, we can laugh about it, we can feel the emotion, and we can get to a new perspective. That's what this whole game is all about. Uh, before we get started, please make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, uh, post it on Facebook or wherever else. Uh, you can leave a review. That'd be great. Leave a comment. Let us know how we're doing here. All that stuff. It's fantastic. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to go to the website, there's some free stuff there. There's uh, meditations you can download. We have a new meditation called the Neutrality Meditation, which is awesome. Uh, Tracy did that one. And there's also the book in audio form, A Perception of Reality. Check that out as well. In about a couple of weeks, we'll start a new round of Ascension Experience courses. And if you'd like to talk to me about that, uh, you can look at it on the website or you can send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. All right, so let's get started. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Welcome, welcome. Well, there's a lot of stuff going on, isn't there? There's a lot of stuff happening in your reality. There's something that's always taking your attention, something that's always letting you know where you stand, how you're feeling about yourself, how you're feeling about the outside conditions, how you're feeling about other people, how you feel is what this is all about. This is a feeling reality. We've said it many times before. There's nothing other than feelings going on here. You came here for those feelings. The feelings in physical reality are unique to the universe. When you come in at this perspective that you are holding at any moment and any time throughout your entire life, you are feeling something. You could be feeling good. You could be feeling bad. You could be feeling happy and excited. You could be feeling joy and love and expressing your love, or you could be feeling what you might call negative feelings associated with victimhood. Well, that's an interesting thing to think about, isn't it? When you're feeling like the creator of your reality, when your perspective is high, when you are looking at life the same way your inner self is looking at it, well, you are aligned with that feeling. That feeling is the feeling of joy, of satisfaction, love, of interest, of curiosity, of passion, of all these things that you cannot really feel in any other reality. One thing that's interesting in this illusion, in this physical reality, on this earth dimension, is that you have an idea of separation. Of course, that's the illusion. There is no true separation anywhere in the universe. It's all connected. It's all part of an ongoing evolution of consciousness and discovery. Well, in other areas where the consciousness is connected and one, and there is no illusion of separation, there isn't a lot of desire going on. In physical reality, with this illusion of separation, this illusion of individuality, this illusion that you must protect yourself, this illusion based in fear, well, there's a lot of desires being birthed, aren't there? You have desires after desires after desires. As soon as those desires are birthed, well, they exist. They exist in the non-physical, but you can't quite see them yet because you exist in this perception of lack. The lack is why you birth desires in the first place. Well, that's a wonderful thing. Now, if you want to move closer to the manifestation of those desires, you simply move yourself out of the state of victimhood, the state of lack, the state of confusion, the state of the illusion, the state of fear, and into more of the truth of who you are, more into what we call alignment, alignment with the perception of your inner self. So imagine that your inner self is living in your body, looking out through your eyes, listening through your ears, tasting and smelling and touching 
through all of your physical senses, but with a different perception of reality because your inner self is not fooled by the illusion of fear. Your inner self knows how this universe works, how this reality works, knows why you're here, knows all your pre-birth intentions, knows that you are guided in every moment because your inner self is guiding you. When you choose a perception that does not align with your inner self's true perception of reality, your inner self knowing the truth of this reality, when you choose a different perception of reality, a more limited perception of reality, a reality more associated with the feeling of separation and victimhood, well, then you're going to feel something. You're going to feel what you term negative emotion. Now, it's not really a negative emotion. It's just an emotion that will catch your attention. Since most people are living in the illusion fully and not realizing they're guided and not realizing they have an inner self and not realizing that there is more going on in this reality, they're mostly in the belief that they have no power, that they have no control, that they need to exert control, they need to protect themselves, they need to shy away from what they call negative emotion, and they're constantly feeling off. They're constantly feeling uncomfortable. They're constantly feeling nervous and anxious. They're constantly looking for ways to protect themselves. This is the life experience of those living in great fear. Those of you who are coming to a new perception of yourself are living in more love. And you are starting to realize that the feelings that you feel are associated with your perception of the truth of this reality. When you see the truth, when you think things are going well, when you think you're having a good time, and when you think that everything is working out for you, when you start to see yourself as the creator of your reality, when you understand that there is no need to protect yourself, there is no need for control, there is no need to act on urges to change the conditions, there's simply this complex mental construct that is allowing you to move through this life on a journey of self-discovery. In that mental construct, you will have limiting beliefs, and you will have those limiting beliefs triggered by manifestation events. This is a good thing. The associated feeling that you call negative is not actually a negative feeling. It's just that you're so used to feeling like a victim in certain situations that when it arises, for instance, the feeling of embarrassment, when that arises, you are calling that associated feeling negative and you are wishing that that did not happen again. And so you do whatever you have to do not to embarrass yourself and to conform and all these things. But in this moving away from what you call negative emotion, in all of that, what is happening is you are not being authentic. Now, if you can understand that when a negative emotion is felt in response to some outside condition or outside event, you are simply realizing in that moment, there's simply a limiting belief there. That's all that's happening here. Well, as you raise your perspective on yourself, those nuances of feeling are going to be more concrete, more obvious. You're going to notice them at the thought stage. This is where the nuance plays here. You might be thinking something you've always thought before, some belief you've always held on to, some idea that you think is true for you. And you might say, well, in that idea of what's true for me, if I'm feeling negative emotion, it can't be true. Because I'm looking at it from a perspective that is limited. Since I am an eternal, limitless being of pure positive love and acceptance, if I'm feeling anything that I call negative emotion, anything whatsoever, if I'm feeling that, then I am looking at that situation from a perspective that is not true. I'm buying into the illusion. That's all that's happening here. Now, imagine if you could go out throughout your day and notice every little resistant thought you had. Well, if you could do that, you would know exactly what's happening. You would know exactly when you're in the illusion or not. Imagine the power of that. Imagine the power of being able to see the illusion and see the truth of this reality in every moment. That has not really happened before. That is an idea that is starting to take hold among those of you who are paying attention, who are raising your perspective. This idea then will start to enter into the consciousness of the masses. Well, they're not going to believe it for a while if they're living in fear, but those of you who are reaching this higher perspective will start to understand that 
Any single time you feel negative emotion, you're looking at an illusion. Any single time you feel positive emotion, you are aligned with how your inner self is seeing it. If you can move throughout your day, noticing very closely how you feel in every moment, and always with the intention to feel better and better and better, with always the intention to raise the perspective of who you see yourself to be, with always that idea that your inner self is inside of you, experiencing with you the same life, but at a higher perspective. If you can reach these higher perspectives, you'll have opportunities to receive more inspiration, expansive choices, less limitation, more freedom, and more abundance. This is where you're all going. We salute those of you who are seeking to uncover limiting beliefs when they pop up and doing the work to process them. This is what you're doing now in the boot camp. This is what you will be doing for the next six, seven weeks. This is what you came for. And in understanding that this guidance is based in these emotions, that these emotions are not to be pushed under the rug. These emotions are to be felt, to be understood in a new way so that you can live life as you intended. Your intentions are powerful. That's why you're here. Those intentions will bring you everything you truly want. And by default, by design, everything you think you want that will aid this journey of self-discovery. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? I have a question, Joshua. Excellent, Pamela. Pamela. So I am in the process of trying to find a new car. And this whole experience has been one manifestation event for me that I'm processing. Um, but I wanted to get some input in regards to preferences. And I realized that in searching for a new car, I've somewhat put myself in a box of looking for the right car with the right features at the right price. And it's even come to the point where I've said, this is a unicorn, this car does not exist. And so I have obviously put that in the universe that this car does not exist. And so now I'm trying to take a step back and say, okay, how do I open myself up to accepting what is intended for me while at the same time knowing that I still have preferences? Does that Excellent. make sense? Yes. We'll start off very slowly and easily. You had an inspiration to buy a car or you had an urge to buy a car. What is the difference between those two ideas? One is you're feeling good, you're feeling confident, you feel that you have enough money, and that you're excited by this idea of buying a new car, something to treat yourself to. In that, you have options, you have choices, you have actions, you have ways of looking at things that are not available to you if you have another perspective. The other perspective would be, oh, my car that I have now is terrible. It's such a piece of junk but I can't afford anything much better. And I'm sort of stuck with this price that I have in my mind and, and what other people will think and all these things. And I just need to get something here and nothing's really showing up. So based on those perspectives, you will have opportunities or you will have limitations depending on the perspective. The higher perspective, everything's easy. The limited perspective, everything's hard. Okay. Take a step back from that now, whatever perspective you have, and say, why am I even engaged in this process in the first place? Why? To discover something more about myself. If you have this limited perspective and nothing's working out and you can't find anything and nothing really exists in what you're thinking about, you have this perspective of yourself that maybe you're not worthy of it, maybe you don't deserve it, maybe you can't afford it, maybe it's it's too much of an investment. Maybe it'll rob you of money you have saved for something else and that you have this idea of lack of whatever it is. Great. This is the manifestation events that will come to you based in that perspective. What if you raise your perspective and say, I'm the creator of this reality. I can be, have, and do anything in this reality. Money, abundance, is overflowing to me. Abundance works like this. You receive everything you need to do whatever you need to do when you need it. If you don't need it, it won't come. If you don't need it and it comes, it wouldn't be of any use to you. So it cannot come. What if I knew that I was a creator of my reality? Well, then I would be confident that the money would come for whatever it is. Well, am I there yet? 
No, because I still believe in a finite bank account, one source of income, how other people would think of me. I can't just go off and get a Ferrari. What would everyone think? Even though that would fit everything I want. So you play a game here. The game is not to buy the car. The car is the destination. Where you're on is a journey. So you look at everything like it's a journey. The only reason this idea comes to you is to go on this journey of self-discovery in this one aspect that could cover worthiness and abundance and freedom and, and time and money and all these things. How do I feel about myself in this reality? Well, if you had the same perspective of your inner self, you would literally manifest your preferences, manifest your desires instantly with no effort whatsoever. Someone will call you on the phone and say, I just got this great car in and someone else told me that you were looking and I wondered if this would be right for you. And it's the perfect car with every detail that you want in your preferences. But if you don't have that perspective, if your perspective is somewhat limited, well, then you will have to compromise to fit it in with the current mindset or current mental construct that you're working with. What if you just looked at every situation? Okay. Well, this place has a car that might work. Let's go down there and test drive that car. I'll make an appointment. I'll go down. You get all the way down to the car dealer and they say, oh, someone else just bought it. Manifestation event. Do you feel negative emotion? Do you feel like this isn't fair? Well, now you can look at the limiting belief behind that. Now, this will lead you on a journey maybe of several manifestation events along the way. And guess what? Those manifestation events are far more valuable than the car that you'll eventually get. The car is simply the means to identify these limiting beliefs that are in your vibration causing wobble in this particular subject. Let's say that you will say, I have a certain down payment. I have a certain amount of money that I'm willing to spend per month. I have people around me who will think that that is respectable. And I have a certain amount of money that I can pay for maintenance and for insurance and all these things. Why did you choose that? That is based in a perspective of yourself. If you didn't care what other people thought, maybe you could go a little higher. If you don't worry about where the money's coming from, maybe you go a little higher. If you had faith that the universe would bring you everything you needed, maybe you could stretch the idea a bit more. So if you said, okay, I have a total budget here of $5,000 down and $300 a month, what's that based in? That's based in perspective. Now, if you had this perspective of a billionaire, that would not be a part of it at all. There would be no limits to what you could spend on the car. You could have any car in the world. You could have a car made for you with every preference you have. Now, you can see the billionaire's perspective, at least in this area of financial abundance, is a bit more elevated than your current perspective. But there's people who couldn't even possibly imagine even owning a car. Their perspective is more limited. You fall currently somewhere in between. If you want to elevate that perspective, you'll have to face beliefs that are keeping you from attaining or manifesting that vehicle that matches every preference you have. The preferences are not a bad thing. The preferences keep you moving forward. The desires keep you moving forward. The desire to be able to pay all your bills keeps you interacting in whatever job you have. You see? That job that you have is your journey of self-discovery in that area. Now, whatever that job pays, however you define it, however you look at it from a status standpoint, all these things that are going through you, all these mental constructs, how much you enjoy it, how much satisfaction you get out of it, all these things, that equals your perspective. Raise your perspective, and now all these other possibilities for jobs or careers or professions or anything come to you. But here's the key to all of this. You have to have faith that the universe will deliver. In not having faith, would you say, okay, who could really have faith? Is that even a real thing? How do I know? You're controlling your reality by not having faith. By having faith, 
you are becoming vulnerable to what might happen. And so you're giving up control. Okay, I'm going to raise my budget from 300 to 800. And I'm going to get everything I want in my preferences. And I'm going to buy that car today. I'm going to know that I'm going to find it. I'm going to believe I'm going to find it. I'm going to expect to find it today. And so now you're guided to that car because now you're saying, I am worthy of what I desire. And then you'll get to the part where you sign the contract. And then the wobble will come into that. And then you say, I trust the universe in this. And you sign the contract and you drive off of your wonderful car. And then a month later, you can't pay the payment. And guess what you get? A manifestation event. Now, the manifestation event is what this is all about. Or you maintain that perspective and suddenly money flows from unexpected sources. You don't know where it's going to come. You don't know which is more valuable to you, the manifestation event or the sudden occurrence of money that proves to you that you can take this leap. And you say, Joshua, I want to know that I have everything figured out ahead of time. I want to make sure that I'm going to have the money and it's not going to be taken away from me because you will feel like a failure if it does, or you'll feel like you'll have a sense of loss if it does. So you're trying to manage the feelings you get. So imagine that you couldn't pay the payment and they repossessed it and everyone found out about it and you had this feeling of failure. That feeling of failure is your choice of perspective. Since that choice of perspective does not align with your inner self because your inner self knows you're a success that you cannot fail, the whole thing's orchestrated by your inner self. You couldn't have made a different decision, you see? And you look back and you might say, oh, I wish I wouldn't have bought that car because of all the embarrassment and the feelings of failure that I had to endure. That is not the optimum way to look at it. The optimum way to look at it is, oh my gosh, look at the wonderful manifestation events that came. I got to feel the feeling of failure and notice that that feeling does not align with who I truly am. That's why it doesn't feel good. Why do I have this limiting belief that I can't have what I want, or I'm not the creator of my reality, or I'm not worthy of what I want, or things just don't line up for me, or whatever it is? You get to process that limiting belief. There is no amount of money, of time, of effort, of struggle that could equal the benefit of discovering a limiting belief. Once you discover that limiting belief and you process it and prove it's false and reduce its intensity, then you'll be raising your perspective and have access to inspiration that when the inspiration comes and triggers that limiting belief, the fear won't be too great. You'll be able to push past the fear. Guess what? That's a completely different life. This is what you truly want. This is the only thing you would truly want is to raise this perspective and raise this perspective and see yourself as more magnificent, more abundant, more free, an expression of love. This is what you want. Everything else is just minutia presenting little manifestation events and obstacles that you get to cross over and discover more and more limiting beliefs. It's an infinite process. Most of humanity hides away from their limiting beliefs. They don't want to find them. Because in the discovery of limiting beliefs, you will always choose to perceive it as wrong or bad. In that choice of perception, you're going to receive what you call negative emotion, which doesn't feel good. The negative emotion is simply coming to show you have a limiting belief. Good. You want to really feel that and to feel the absurdity in it. It is absurd to believe that you could ever fail anything make a bad decision, make a wrong choice, make a mistake of any kind, because that is not the reality that's going on here. That's the illusion. It's absurd to believe that you need to protect yourself from negative emotion or from what other people think or from embarrassment or any of these things, because you want to discover what is limiting you. You are a limitless being. Anything that limits you is not aligned with who you truly are. And that's what you want to discover. So the inspiration to buy a car, excellent journey of self-discovery. The inspiration to get a new job, get a relationship, take a trip, whatever it is, to spend money on yourself because this is the next step on your journey to discover who you truly are. You can hide out all you want. 
but you're never going to get what you truly want. So you'll have inner conflict if you back away from these things, if you worry about the negative emotion. As new people come into the boot camp, they say, I'm going to go into that boot camp, and by the time I'm done with it, I'm going to be able to deliberately create everything I want. That's not what's going on here. What's going on here is that you will raise your perspective of who you are. If you had the choice to buy a car at the beginning of the boot camp and bought some car, it would be a compromise. If you buy a car at the end of the boot camp, it will be closer to what you truly want, less of a compromise. If you do it at the end of your second boot camp, it'll be aligned with your preferences and desires. You see? But what do you want to do? You want to wait and wait and wait until your perspective is way up here? Or do you want to roll the dice and see where you get? That's the adventure in physical reality. What we're doing is helping you raise your perspective on all things, on every single area of your life. Some areas of your life, your perspective is very high. Some areas, it's a little lagging. If you can look at every single area of your life, health, finances, relationships, all areas of your life, the hundreds and hundreds of categories of your life, and raise the perspective on each one, you will shift into completely different realities, completely different dimensions where things are easier and lighter and faster, but they're going to come up with faster manifestation events as well. If you're hiding out for manifestation events, you will not qualify to these higher dimensions, these higher frequencies. That's what you're engaged in this process. All of you are, whether you're in the boot camp, whether you're in the Ascension experience, whether you're just listening to this podcast at a later date. You're all in the process of raising your perspective to see yourself as more worthy, more capable, more based in love, more based in vibration, more connected to all that is. That's when things start to get fun because the limits that are imposed on other people by themselves no longer apply to you. All you're doing is removing those limitations. And when you do that, you are rewarded with everything you truly want. And as a side effect, almost everything you think you want. Perfect. Thank you. Excellent. Who's next? I have a question. Yes. You said something, Joshua, our inner selves know we're successful already. And that deeply resonated. And at the same time, in full transparency, and I'm almost to a year anniversary of, of meeting you, Joshua, coming across you and participating in boot camps and the Ascension experience. I still feel a, a chasm between what my inner self knows and then where my emotions, I guess, in my self-perception. Can you help me specifically with me where I am blocking my own success or that feeling so that I don't feel that such a vast difference? Excellent. If you define abundance as an excess of money in your bank account, your definition is off. If you define freedom as being able to do whatever you want to do, your definition is off. If you define success based in the old approach to life, where you get what you think you want, your definition is off. So what is abundance? Receiving everything you need when you need it to do whatever you need to do. What's freedom? doing whatever you need to do when you need to do it. If you don't need to do it, it doesn't need to be there for you. And success would be raising your perspective on yourself, becoming more aligned with who you truly are, not getting this deal done and that job done and all these things coming to you. That's not success. That's what your limited version of you would call success so that you could prove yourself worthy. Success would be, Understanding you're worthy, understanding who you truly are, understanding you're on a journey of self-discovery, understanding a manifestation event is simply there to show you a limiting belief and you don't have to hide from it. Understanding that you are the creator of this reality and this reality is a reflection of the perspective that you hold. That's it. You can accept that. Okay, right now I hold this perspective based in past definitions and a mental construct that I adopted along my way. Now you've adopted this mental construct along your way for decades. And so you have one year here to relearn everything you thought you knew. That's what's going on. Some will be able to adopt new concepts, new mental constructs, and process limiting beliefs, and look deeply at their fears and feel the feeling of their fears and do that work in a year. Some will take two years. 
Some will take a lifetime. Some will take the next few lifetimes. But no matter what is happening, you're expanding to a higher level of conscious understanding of who you truly are or a higher perspective. And so if you really look around yourself and you say, oh my God, look at what's happening. This life is amazing. I've created the most amazing life. 95% of my life is nothing less than perfect, sheer perfection. But there's this 5% that you're focused on. And you are looking at that and saying, well, I'm not going to accept the whole thing as perfect unless this 5% reflects back to me what I believe or what I define it should be. And so you're defining success in an old way or an abundance in an old way or freedom in an old way. If you redefine these things, you might actually feel some relief in that. The human definition is always based in fear. The true definition is always based in love. In that true definition, there's no way to fail. If your definition of abundance is always having everything I need when I need it to do what I need to do, well, if you don't need it, it's not going to come. That definition is maybe not satisfying to those of you who are living the old approach to life. But when you start to realize that you no longer need to control any of this, you no longer need to have excess of anything to feel abundant. Well, let's look at where you do have an excess. You have excess of air. You have all the air. You are a successful breather. You've breathed your whole life. You've never had a problem breathing. You have all the water and all the food. You've never starved to death. You've never died of thirst. You've successful in all these areas because in all these areas, you always received everything you needed. Now you may say, oh, well, there's some bad things that happened to me. That's not going to feel good because you're looking at yourself in a way that is not in alignment with how your inner self sees you. Your inner self knows that above all, you've come for this journey of self-discovery to feel the feelings and to adopt these limiting beliefs and to look at yourself from a limited perspective or a higher perspective and to choose that perspective, but not try to control anything because there's no benefit of control, control space and fear. So you come into this boot camp or to these teachings and you say, I'm going to use this stuff just like Gary did when he found law of attraction. I'm going to use this law of attraction stuff to improve my life. Well, there's another flawed definition. You cannot improve on perfection. Why would you want to improve your life? Because you think in the improving of your life, you'd feel better. What if you felt better first? What if you felt better as an intention and then let everything flow from that instead of holding on to these ideals and feeling dissatisfaction that they're not coming? If the ideal that you have in your mind, specifically autumn, if that ideal had came to fruition through effort and struggle, it would not feel good. It would not make you feel any better. You may have had experiences where you've manifested things you thought you wanted, and then maybe you had some allowance of feeling good, but the thing never actually made you feel good. You had to go on to something else, and maybe it made you feel bad anyway because it was not what you thought it was going to be. What if you gave all that up and simply said, the thing that I want most is that manifestation event so I can uncover that limiting belief. The thing I want most is to discover who I am, not through this profession that I have, but through my understanding of who I am in alignment with my inner self, who is the authentic version of me. Once I understand this, then all I'm going to ever do is act on inspiration from higher and higher perspectives. Will that get me everything I think I want? Who cares? It'll get you an understanding of who you are. It'll give you a sense of power. It'll give you a sense of creativity. Imagine receiving inspiration at 10 notches higher than where you are now. Those ideas up there, one who sees herself as the absolute creator of a reality, are completely different than the ideas you get now. The ideas you get now are to do this work at this more limited level to do this work that's not as satisfying, to do this work that doesn't define you as successful. Change that definition of yourself and of what you want, thinking less about what you think you want and more about what you truly want. What do you truly want? You truly want to express your love. What does that mean? That means to see everything is perfect. 
to see everyone in your life as perfect and especially to see you as perfect, see yourself as perfect. That's what you truly want because with that comes not only the power, not only the higher perspective, but feelings of joy and satisfaction. It could lead you to an entirely different career, one that you could never even perceive from where you are now, just like Gary did nine years ago. He could never perceive where he'd be now. But if he was to compare the two, one was not really satisfying, and one is highly satisfying. One was some effort, some work, some struggle, some resistance, some annoyance and dissatisfaction. And the other is learning and growing and expanding to higher and higher perspectives. The life he lives now could not be imagined from that limited perspective. Because from that limited perspective, he had a different set of definitions about what it meant to be successful. He was incredibly successful in what he was doing, yet never felt any satisfaction from that. Now he doesn't care. Those ideals are boxes he doesn't need to spend time thinking about. He wakes up in the morning, what's going to happen today? Full of surprises, full of joy, full of interest, full of satisfaction, full of camaraderie, full of everything he truly wants. The lagging indicator of his perspective is all the things he thought he wanted that make sense now in his reality. The things that don't make sense, the boats and the touristy travel and the baubles and the little things that he thought would make him look successful to other people who care less about that. If they came, wouldn't mean anything. Doesn't matter. They might come, but he's not so attached to these things anymore. And without that attachment or that control, so many things that he couldn't imagine ever happening are happening. This is the unimaginable life. This is where you're all leading. As soon as you drop your definitions and as soon as you put a little bit less emphasis on what you think is bad or wrong, as soon as you start focusing on what you truly want, expressing your love, living in true freedom, true abundance, by those definitions we just gave you, not the definitions of man based in lack, giving up control, experimenting with vulnerability, experimenting with authenticity, doing only what you want, thinking about how you feel, and moving towards feeling better, feeling better, feeling better in every single area of your life, all at once, not just the career, not just the relationship, not just the health, every single thing you want, everything. When you see every aspect of your life and you say, oh, well, this one area doesn't seem to be working. Well, redefine it. Let it go. Let manifestation events come. Let resistant thought come and deal with those resistant thoughts. Well, we're talking at a higher level here. You may have to listen to this a couple times over because when you're in this problem, the problem causes you to focus on what you think is bad or wrong. What you think is bad or wrong is always the illusion. How do you get out of this illusion when that's what you're focused on? Give it a rest. Think about something that is working. Think about how you feel in the areas of your life that are working. How does it feel to be a mother or a wife? Those areas that seem to be How does it feel to be healthy? How does it feel to be interested in something? How does it feel to actually recognize that you have a lot of time and everything you need? How does it feel to go back in your life and say, oh, I've always had everything I needed when I needed it. I've never not had anything I've needed. In that respect, the abundance was always there. I've always been able to do what I needed to do. Maybe not what I wanted to do, but what I needed to. Always. Look at all the things that have happened. And maybe project less into the future. Maybe from your limited perspective, you can't imagine what is best for you going forward. Maybe you let life take its course. And in what is happening today, look at everything that brings you joy. Look at the amazing life that you're living. Think in terms of you already have everything you need and not lacking anything else. Redefine all those areas where you're feeling negative emotion, change that definition for yourself, 
and you'll elevate that mental construct and that perspective of yourself. You do it long enough, we'll say 90 days, and you'll start to notice a change in your reality. The interesting thing about manifesting anything is when you're holding onto an ideal of it, what you're doing is practicing the vibration of lack. You notice where you are now and how far away it is from what you want. And you're saying, well, if this would happen and that would happen, but you don't really believe any of that stuff will happen. The focus on that ideal that does not exist in your life right now is a complete opposition to the manifestation of that ideal. You are literally holding it apart from yourself. Two things you can do. Let that ideal fade away and imagine that you already have whatever you need and that your inner self is guiding you not to what you think you want, but to what you truly want. Awesome. Thank you. Excellent. I think I'm just kind of in the, in like the messy middle a little bit, because I have more and more, I mean, been following a lot of inspiration this past year and walked away from a performing career and started writing more and since sold our home and are waiting on visa approval. So there's a lot going on. It just feels that messy middle of like, okay, I've done all these things. <laughs> What's next? So the part of not projecting into the future is, is super beneficial because I think it was just rearing its head again of needing an ideal when it feels like you're kind of this amoeba floating and you've uprooted yourself from decades of construct. Yeah. When you are going through it, you're going to be faced with a mix of emotions because there's some limiting beliefs there that need to be addressed. Six months from now, after you see how everything worked out perfectly, you'll look back and go, oh my God, it could have been so easy. Holding onto the vibration of things not working out or I hope this happens or worrying about the future, that's not really necessary or beneficial. Appreciating where you are now in this day seems counterintuitive, but that's the vibration of receiving everything you want. That's the vibration of creation. That's the vibration of acceptance, of ease, of everything working out. That vibration has power and energy in it. But if you say, okay, I'm just going to accept everything so I can get what I want really quickly, then you still are exerting control. When you say, I have to make sure that I have all my ducks in a row to protect myself from bad things happening, you're saying, I don't believe that manifestation events are good. I don't believe there's anything beneficial in manifestation events. You can't really identify all your limiting beliefs. Maybe you can understand some resistant thought here and there. Maybe you do what Gary does, which is rationalize them and mentally throw them away without feeling them. Or maybe you start to feel this emotion that is not aligned with who you truly are, and then work yourself through that so that you appreciate every event that's caused you to feel that so you can identify it, even if it's thought. In that, you have the power of creation. This is how this universe is designed. But of course, you're working with decades of programming and, and, and limiting beliefs that you believe were true, of all beliefs you believe are true, of this mental construct about who you are in your reality. You're just softening it and softening it and softening it. And we say, you're not in the middle stages of this. You're right at the end of it. One last little step to take, and you'll be on to a brand new dimension where you'll get to uncover brand new limiting beliefs at a higher level. Excellent. Who's next? I'll, I'll ask a question, uh, Gary. Hi. Karen. Hey, hi. You know, I'm really happy. I use whenever something happens, I ask myself what, what's in it for me, what's the lesson, and I find it most of the time. Right now, my thing is, how do you see someone perfect if they're sad, they're making themselves sick because you won't be that old person that you used to be? Now, if I was to give in, they would be happy, but I lose my joy. And that's where I am. My husband of 32 years, I, when I be me and I'm happy and I'm doing things for me, I'm selfish. I'm just thinking about Karen and I love him and I hear him and I don't get in an argument about it because I know. So what would you recommend? 
Well, this is a brilliant question because it's shared by so many people, especially on this journey of self-discovery. You're elevating your perspective. You're thinking in a new way. You are understanding how you want to live in this reality. You are no longer identifying with a victim who has no control and who is up against a malevolent universe. You are seeing more of who you truly are and holding this higher perspective. And you still have these limiting beliefs. You will always have limiting beliefs. Great. Living belief says, in order for me to be who I truly am, I'm going to upset all these people. Prior to this, you had a persona of catering to them and agreeing with them when they're complaining and not holding them to a higher standard, not even holding yourself to a higher standard. Now you're holding yourself to a higher standard. And at the same time, you're allowing them to be how they're going to be. You're not choosing to say, listen, you're not happy here. And the reason you're not happy is because your mental construct about who you think you are, your perspective of yourself is limited. It's not true. You are perfect. You are wonderful. You are everything. Well, they're not ready to hear it. So what's happening is as you raise your perspective, they're having a little bit difficulty keeping up to you. When they see you happy and they can't be happy, they're blaming you for their unhappiness. That's fine for them. That's part of their journey of self-discovery. They cannot be in your life if they don't have that vibration of self-discovery in there somewhere. That's what attracted them to you in the first place. Their inner self knows your inner self very well in the non-physical, communicate all the time. And they said, here's Karen moving on a journey of self-discovery, elevating her perspective, understanding more about the laws of the universe, interested in new things. Let's just get close to her so we can see an example of this. If they choose to come on this journey with you and to look at what's limiting themselves rather than blaming the outside conditions, well, they'll be brought to a high perspective through their relationship with you. If they choose not to do that, because it is difficult work, especially for those living in fear, you get to practice being who you truly are without needing to be different just to solve their problem fear. When you start to see clearly about who you are and how this universe works, you're gaining clarity. You are rising above the illusion, but not everyone's going to come with you. They're going to be wherever they are. In this relationship with this person, it's also for you as well, because you get to say, all right, here I am feeling good and being happy and things are working out and understanding myself. And it appears from my perspective that it's making him upset. I have two choices. I can not let that bother me and allow him this journey of self-discovery, however he chooses to do it. Or I can sink back into that illusion with him. You're not going to do that. You already know too much. Now, what do you want from this higher perspective? All the beliefs that you have about being a good wife and being this kind of person and being helpful to others and all that stuff. Well, that's changing as well. Is it selfish to see yourself from a higher perspective? No. It's the opposite. This is how you express love. You express fear when you're being inauthentic. You naturally express love when you see yourself as more perfect. And in that, you're able to see them as more perfect as well. What's going to happen is if you're able to maintain this perspective, you're able to say to yourself, his behavior, his words are just urges to change the conditions and I'm the condition he wants to change. That's okay. He can do that. I am going to maintain this perspective. I'm not going to feel bad. If I feel negative emotion, I'm going to process a limiting belief that says I need to be different than I am for other people to like, love, and respect me. He cannot truly love you until he loves himself. What we're saying here is he can't perceive you as you are until he perceives himself as he is. So he's looking at this version of you that does not line up with that version that used to agree with him and pity him and cater to him and all that. He doesn't see who you truly are. He can't. So he's looking at someone from his perception of reality that is a 
fuzzy image of you. And he's wanting that to be different so he can be different. Just like anyone else who has that feeling of victimhood, they want the outside conditions to conform to how they want them to be so they can feel better. They believe that the people outside them cause them negative emotion, which is not true. They're choosing a limited perspective that does not align with their inner self perspective. They are guided along the way. To express love is to be authentic, to shed anything that's inauthentic. Because to hold on to that which is authentic is never going to help him, never going to help anyone. But to be more authentic, to express your love, express acceptance, know yourself more, is going to be an example, maybe to him, but certainly to others. Certainly to others on this call now, certainly to others who are listening at a later date. This very important question has been asked by you that will allow others to see themselves and their lives from another perspective as well. Highly beneficial. Just by you having the courage to come forth and maintain this perspective, I'm not going back into that illusion, but I do have fear of loss, fear of loss of this relationship, fear of upsetting others, fear of all these things. That is remnants of a more limited belief pattern. They don't need to come with you. If they do, great. Most of the time they will, but sometimes they won't. To maintain this relationship in inauthenticity, it's not going to be of any benefit to them and certainly won't be of any benefit to you. To keep moving forward and keep processing the limited beliefs and keep looking at yourself from a higher perspective, something will shift. Some moment will come to you where you'll be inspired to say the perfect thing to him. Whatever that is, will launch you on your trajectory and him on his trajectory. And it will be perfect. It will be perfect. The fear of this confrontation that might come or the fear of this moment where you'll have to take a stand for who you are and what is the ramifications of that, it's only the fear of negative emotion. But if you maintain this perspective that you are moving the direction of a higher perspective, just as you intend prior to your birth, then whatever happens and however you feel about it will be part of that trajectory of self-discovery. It's the perfect thing that you want. To think that you have to know how it's going to work out ahead of time is to place it in a box because how it works out will be unimaginable. And when you go through this period and, and you settle it out and you look back, just like every other time, you'll see the perfection in it. When you see the perfection of it, you're understanding who you are. <laughs> he doesn't need to see the perfection because he's not at that level yet. You standing firm for who you are allows him the opportunity to say, I just have a bunch of limiting beliefs here. I'm just thinking of myself as a victim. I'm just projecting my negative emotion on the person I actually love the most. He'll have a choice to make. Can't control that choice. It could be to join you in this evolution, or it could be to run away. That's what fear will do if they can't push past the fear. That's what limiting beliefs will do if they can't push past the fear that's triggered when they may have an urge or they may have inspiration. But guess what happens? When you stand firm for who you are in authenticity, you are at the most creative and powerful state that you can be. What you truly want will always be the outcome. Might not be what you think you want, but what you truly want, what's beyond your ability to even imagine it from where you are, will be the thing that happens. It will be amazing. Either way, release your attachment to any outcome, just maintain this focus of yourself from this higher perspective, and you will receive inspiration. We're promising you this in a very short time. You probably know exactly what to do now. You're probably asking this for a little encouragement, but you're <laughs> on the right track. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And all of you who are listening to this now or in a later date, you will all come to this obstacle where you're going to have to stand for who you truly are. Once you stand for who you truly are, everything will be laid out in front of you, step by step by step by step. But you have to make that choice. You're going to stick with raising your perspective or you're going to dip down into the illusion. 
Some people dip down in delusion. Most people will keep raising perspective because they understand at this point that how you feel about yourself is the only thing that matters. Thank you. I, I feel exactly what you were saying. Thank you. We know you do. Excellent. We have time for one silly question. Who's got the silliest question in the history of the universe? I do, Joshua. Excellent, Laura. <laughs> Hi. So my silly question is- uh, About your what? cat. Nope. <laughs> nice guess though. <laughs> the next silliest question. Why is it sometimes when I want to sit down and read uh, like the Joshua readings, for example, or something I truly am interested in reading and learning about, I read it like over and over again, but like nothing is really absorbing into my brain. And I'm just wondering what that's about. If you have a problem in your mind and you say, I want to solve this problem. And so I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, read a book, watch a podcast, whatever it is to solve the problem. You're in the vibration of the problem. If you're wanting to get somewhere. And so you say, Oh, what can, how can I do something? Oh, I'll meditate or I'll read Joshua or do something. You're still in the vibration of the problem. The solution will exist once you give up that vibration of the problem. Once you see it as not a problem and it could be super minor, just these little things, but whatever you try to do to solve the problem, when you're in the vibration of the problem, you're not going to be able to figure it out. The information can't get through. You're blocking it all. You're blocking the solution from coming from being in the vibration of the problem. The vibration of the problem is over here, buzzing around, buzz, 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 holding all your attention. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, I don't feel like this. Oh, you know, I should be different than I am. I should be getting something done. I should have, I should be this. I should be that. I should be there. Sort of a consciousness of the victim there, right? Well, the solution is in the consciousness of the creator. The problem is this is bad or wrong. This should be different than it is. I wish there was a solution. All the vibration of the problem over here is there's no problem. Obviously, if the solution's there, there's no problem. There's no worry. There's no doubt. There's no need to do anything. There's no need to find an answer to the problem when I'm in the vibration of the problem. Do something else. Do something that's easy and fun and delightful for you. Get your mind off any worry about the problem. Have a fun relationship to what you think is a problem. The problem we promise you is always an illusion. From your limited perspective, you think there's something in your way from you not getting what you think you need to get. That thing in your way is an illusion. And it's caused by a belief that is not true. Now you believe it to be true. And literally none of your beliefs are true, except for the belief that I am love. Okay, great. Well, that would be a boring ride if you were able to dispense with all those limiting beliefs. So you get to come up against the ones that are active and practice this idea. There is no problem. Everything's perfect in this moment. What I think I want is not coming to me because of this thing I identify. And if this thing I identify could be stricken from the record, could be wiped out, could be sent back into non-physical, then I would be able to get what I want. But what you want is this journey from where you are now through all these limiting beliefs to realize that's not what you really want anyway. That what you want created from a limited perspective is meaningless. You attach meaning to it. You say, I got to get this thing. Well, there's this obstacle in my way. Okay, I'm going to do this thing to fight this obstacle. Vibration of the problem. If you instead say, all right, I'm the creator of this reality. How I create is how I perceive myself. I'm perceiving myself from a limited perspective because I see a problem. I see an obstacle. And from that urge, that victim mentality, you get an urge to read some Joshua stuff. And you can't read anything. And it doesn't make sense because you're in the problem. You can't get the information through that head because it's a different vibration. Vibration of Joshua is up here with the solution. What do you have to do then is say, okay, everything's an illusion here. 
what I think I want, I don't know, that doesn't really have any meaning. I'm attaching some meaning to it. It's not true. Because the, what you think you want is based in the lack of it. So let's say that you had bills to pay of $1,000 and you have zero in your bank account. And you say, well, how can I manifest $1,000? And then the urge is to read Joshua, watch a video, read a book, whatever it is. And you say, I'm not getting it. It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm not getting it. Or the urge is to get a job or the urge is to call someone for, for a loan or whatever it is, and you're not getting through it all. Now, the reason you want $1,000 is to pay your bills and feel respectable. You don't want to be a delinquent, all these things. That's the limiting belief. That's the thing that's holding you back, right? This idea about what abundance is, what responsibility is, what even credit rating is. All these beliefs that you think are true are not really true for you. And so you get this pathway to this idea that if I had $1,000, I'd feel better. But guess what happens? You effort and struggle and get to $1,000 and boom, it's another month. You do it all over again. And you do it all over again. And you do it all over again. And you do it all over again. Because that $1,000 bill is always going to be there every single month. You don't care about that. You care about understanding yourself more, seeing the truth more, realizing what is more. What's this belief that says to be a member of the society, I have to prove that I'm useful by having a job and doing these things and being a cog in this wheel. That's not true at all. I'm perfect as I am. I have my interests. I have my perspective. I have areas of my life that are spectacularly successful. I could think about how I care about people. Nobody cares about people at the level that I care about people. That's the perspective is so high and so beneficial. Most people on earth will never get to the perspective where you are in that area. And then you use this thing of, I'm not productive in society and making a lot of money like everyone else is. And that's the thing that causes you a bit of angst because it's not true. You do not need to prove worthiness by earning money. You are perfect as you are now. Now, that's good because you have a limiting belief and you have this thing, I want to solve this problem. Identify that limiting belief, prove that's not true. Find something you do like to do, take your cat on a walk, be in nature, whatever you like to do. And then keep telling yourself as much will come as you can with the present belief system that you have. And look at all the areas that are working in your life. Look at how spectacular your life actually is in this moment. Look at all of the stuff you've learned and the stuff you know and how you feel in your body and all of these things. And then let everything that, that go. And then you'll be inspired. Then you'll face a fear. Then you'll face another limiting belief that's triggering a fear based on this inspiration. And do it again. And do it again. And do it again. Always thinking of yourself in a higher perspective. Always looking at those areas of life that are working perfectly. Always looking at the perfection in the moment. Seeing yourself more and more. And then as you hold that perception of yourself for a period of time, we'll say three months, you will start to see the barometer of this higher perspective in the reality you're experiencing. And what you thought was a problem back in those days is ridiculous. The vibration of lack is here. The vibration of abundance is here. All it is, is a different definition. Change the definition. You'll feel relief and then move forward. And with that, we are complete. Thank you, Joshua. Thanks, everyone. Thank Have Joshua. a wonderful weekend. Thank you, Joshua. I never really thought of it before that, you know, when we're feeling negative emotion, the emotion itself, you, we're just labeling it as bad or wrong or, or a bad emotion uh, or negative emotion. But actually, the emotion, like everything else in physical reality, is neutral. How we judge something and then what we feel as a result is simply how we're perceiving it. If we're perceiving it and we're receiving negative emotion, we're perceiving it like a victim. And if we're feeling positive emotion, we're perceiving ourselves as the creator of a reality. Since all feelings of victimhood are the illusion, it's very simple now to tell when you're perceiving something as an illusion and you can prove that it's false. You can find the limiting belief and do all that stuff. And you can realize, oh my God, I'm just looking at this in a, in a limited perspective.
So all of this work is about raising that perspective, how you feel about yourself in your reality. And uh, when you start doing that, really, you start embarking on this unimaginable life. You have to remember that if you're listening to this now, you are among the highest perspectives on the planet right now. Uh, it doesn't always feel like that. You can't understand how other people feel. You think that things should be different than they are, but really everything is going perfectly based on your pre-worth intentions. You found this, these teachings, you're interested in this stuff, and it's all leading you to higher and higher perspectives, and that's the goal. Um, before we leave, I'd love you to post a review if you could. I know it's difficult sometimes, but it really helps us out a lot to uh, have people you know, tell other people what they think about the show and that sort of thing. So if you could do that, that'd be amazing. Wherever you listen to this podcast, you can find a place to leave a review. That'd be great. And until next week, have a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye.